Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mambo number five. <laughs> See? I remember some things. This was a number four on the Billboard Top 100 in December 1999, the first time the Lakers and Clippers played at Staples Center. Huh. 1999. It's funny. Every time I hear these songs, either one or two things happen like, oh, wow, that's a lot. I thought that song was a lot older or I thought that song was a lot newer. This one sounds perfect. <laughs> this one sounds. It's the sweet spot. Like 1999. 1999. <laughs> 1999 was a weird time. Not just because. 2 coming. It, there you go. Right? It yeah. was the Y2K panic. <laughs> Where people thought, okay, computers are just going to instantly stop working at midnight on January 1st, 2000. The air traffic control system will crash. The banking system will crash. That everything that runs on a computer will stop working because a computer cannot possibly tolerate the idea of having a a double zero in the the year column. That Mm -hmm. everything will... Turns out they were lying to us. Because what? because one of two things either happened. Either everybody got everything fixed or they were lying. Which of those two things is most likely? I'm going to go lying. Have you gotten to that part in Rich's Gemstones that involves Y2K? No. Wait. Okay. It's going to be good. Okay. I, remember, I remember for New Year's 2000, we're all at my parents' house. Everybody's there. And there was this... Like brief pause, right? As we ten, nine, eight, and we got to one. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Wait, you you know, see like what happens? Happened. Everything, everything was fine. Even people that are not prone to panicking or conspiracy theories, everything like there are people in my life, still in my life, that I highly respect. They're like, you should really consider getting a good, solid chunk of cash on you. Before this thing goes just down. Just in case. Just in case. That it will be the only thing that actually works for who knows how long. It Nothing happened. It's fine. Car, cars <laughs> kept running. Banks stayed open. Airplanes stayed in the sky. We were all good. I'm trying to find a picture of it. So my mom had, uh, so when I went home for um, for the holidays, uh, we were going through old uh, photo albums. And my mom took a picture of me and my sisters, the three that were born at the time, um, and like where we were. When midnight struck on Y2K, etc. So I'm asleep in my bed and I have like a little like Disney like pillowcase and it's really cute. And so is Maggie, my little sister. And then Claire looks like she's like 21, drunk at a party. She has like um, what is she seven? Yeah, she's like no, she's like um she's like four. Okay, uh, something like that. No, she's no she's she's two and a half. She's two and a half. She has like a little party hat on. She has a streamer on the side of her mouth, like a cigar. And she she like looks like she's falling over. It's a great picture. I'll try to find it. I like that. I like that. Turns out they lie to us. We're a lot. okay. Yeah, we made it's it. It's fine. Yeah. It, everything kept going. I woke up the next morning, my alarm clock went off. Everything was fine. We used to have a candle at my mom's house. It was a just a two thousand festive, whatever. Yeah. Literally a candle. 
and I don't think we've ever lit it. Like we just well, it's kept not two thousand anymore. But but just the the idea. She's like, no, I just want to keep this. You kept you it. you might have had this phenomenon, Cody. You you're not allowed to participate in this conversation. And Emily is an infant with a Disney blanket asleep in her bed, so she doesn't qualify either. Do you remember being preoccupied with what your New Year's Eve's plan New Year's Eve plan was going to be on nineteen ninety nine heading into two thousand? That it might be your last night kind of thing? Well, no, just that it's the, the dawn of a new millennium, even though it's not. But mm. that's a whole nother separate conversation. That this was the New Year's to end all New Year's. Not because the apocalypse was going to come, which was out there. But rather, we get to turn over the fourth digit in the new year. And, you know, you got to live a thousand years before it's going to happen again. We're alive in this glorious moment. Everybody's throwing these elaborate parties. Guess what happened? It's New Year's Eve. It kind of sucked. Oh, you know, I was just saying. <laughs> it, it, yeah, was New just Year's saying. Eve always kind of is an incredible disappointment, and that one was no different. I was never, never a New Year. Actually, was it you said it's like we're talking about Valentine's Day being one of the worst days to go mm-hmm. out, right? Yeah. I think whether you or Mace, one of two, we're talking about. Yeah, New Year's is it's amateur night. That's a Dean Martin line. That New Year's Eve is amateur night for people that drink. Everywhere wants to charge you like a hundred dollars for a cover. Like, yeah, no, thank you. Silly, not ever. Lakers Clippers tonight. Last time the Lakers as the road team um, in Crypto.com slash Staples along the way, which is kind of you know answer to a trivia question, I guess. But it's oddly an important game for the Lakers because. There's still a little bit of runway left in the season. Would you say there's 23 games left for the team? But they're getting ready to play a series of games against some very, very good sure. teams. It starts tonight with the Clippers. And while I don't think they're going to fall to 11th, they can kind of cement their spot into the 10 hole if they don't start to really play better basketball very, very soon. So it, there's a couple ways to look at these next couple of weeks. I, I think you would agree it's kind of a make or break of time. Either the Lakers are going to – um, either they're going to start playing better basketball and put themselves at least in the conversation again at this number 10 spot, maybe even getting out of number nine is their way to get to eight. That's, that's kind of the only thing that really feels like it's realistic. Or they're going to play average basketball because the teams that they're playing are really good too. To give everybody an idea, they're going to go through a stretch here. Let's take the Wizards out who they're going to play tomorrow. Wizards are one of the worst teams in the NBA. Trav, the stretch that they're going to play, you got the Clippers coming up tonight. And I'm going to kind of just match this with the standings because it's going to give you an idea of of how good these teams are, okay? The Clippers are 37-19. and That's tonight, 18 games over 500. The Nuggets are on Saturday. They're 39-19. and The Thunder is next week on Monday. They're 41-17. and Sacramento's nine games over 500. Milwaukee is 38 and 21. Minnesota's 41 and 17. I'm not going off the standings of these are the best teams in the NBA. That's their schedule coming up. Their schedule is the best, the elite teams in the league. Now you're going to get to play them at home. Lakers are 20 and 9 at home. I'll give them credit there. But okay, let's say you play 500 ball over the next two weeks. That's not a bad. Against those teams, 500 ball, I would take it. The problem is you're not going to move in the standings, and you're probably still going to be closer to 10th than you are going to be anywhere else. They play 500 ball against everybody. They've played 60 games or whatever the number is, and they've played 500 basketball. So, it's, I mean, if they play 500, they're going to have to get they're, hot. They're 2-1 to one at home. 
Yeah. Okay. So give them that. I'll, I'll give them that. But they're a 500 team. They they win as often as they lose, roughly. So if they are 500 against, and I think that's probably likely. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll win about half of these games. Again, in the next two weeks, among others, OKC, Denver, Minnesota Clippers, uh, Milwaukee, and Sacramento. And just in the next two weeks, Golden State. Throw that in there too. There you go. If you play 500 against there, you're not moving up. In fact, you're going way, way, way down because the rest of those teams, they're not going to play 500. If you play 500 and they play, you sit right where you are. Nothing happens. If they're a little better than 500, you, you, you sink. If they play well, you sink fast. And that's what this is. This isn't a 500, you kind of hold your position. If you play 500, you're going to get clobbered. You're going to get dusted. And now... It'd be more realistic that you're 10th. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very likely that you're 10th in this situation because... And, and 10, look, like you just said, at home, they're a lot better than they are on the road. Back-to-back games on the road in do-or-die situations... They're not, they're not, they're not playing it's a seven-game... asking seven a lot. Game. Well, they're not going to play a seven-game set. They just want... if. I really do believe this. If they're number 10 by the time the dust settles, what makes us think they're going to win two games in a row, two games in a row on the road, and two games in a row against teams that could be Steph Curry and Luka mm-hmm. as examples, right? What makes us think that that's going to happen? Because we're talking about, well, the Lakers have got out of the playing tournament before. For those who forget, they've won two games in the playing tournament. They were number seven in both of those. Right. That's a big difference. Like, I, I think people and you are... you got a little cushion. You you have a little bit of a, this isn't the end of the world, so we can be a little looser. We we have a little bit more of a fudge factor to... Your home crowd. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it's not, hey, the season ends if you lose tonight. That brings a certain amount of pressure that you can't simulate. It brings a, a certain amount of pressure that you can't talk about. You either feel it or you don't. I, I want to kind of flip it on its head, though. Here, here's why, even if they're 10th, while I don't love it, I don't – it's not a – well, that's it. It's not that. Like you just said, hey, that team's got Steph Curry. Okay, you're right. That team's got Luka, Kyrie. Okay, you're right. They got LeBron and AD. And that always gives you a chance. And in a one-and-gun – they don't have to go play a series, right? They just have to be – I need Anthony Davis to be A-plus Anthony Davis. I need LeBron James to actually play defense – tonight and be the guy that carries the water offensively he can do it right he can do it on a given occasion do it twice in a row mm, there's a off day in between there so you got a chance to to do it again if you got ad and you got lebron this is again i, I know i'm repeating myself over the course of the season this entire 82 game see i guess for the lakers it's going to be 83 because they went to the ist final mm-hmm. 83 games has been preamble to can they show up in a seven-game series and hit that switch? And you're going to get a really small sample size of it if they land at nine or ten. Yeah, and and there is a. I actually feel like there's a significant difference between nine and ten that win one home game, and at then now all you got to do, yeah. all you got to do is win one one road game. Um, but I I don't have that confidence. If they're, I really do believe that if they're it's not 10, a confidence, it's a chance. It's it's you know what I mean. Like if you're the Spurs from a couple of years ago and you're tenth, it's like yeah, they're gonna. They're, there's no chance that they win two. That's fair. It's it's a. Do I like it? Of course not. Do they have a chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean they do one because out of it's three, two one out of four. Sure, that, that's a chance. That's sure. not. It's not one out of ten. It's not one out of twenty five or thirty. It's one out of four or five, which is a chance. You know it's crazy. The game against the Clippers tonight, so we were talking a little bit about it, that it's the final game at Crypto, Lakers are the road team, this is it, unless they make the playoffs, and or uh, unless they face each other in the playoffs. 
but the two franchises have never faced each other in the playoffs. It makes me, it gives me no um, thought that they're going to do that. That we're turning the page on this, but it's two franchises that really truly have no history together. Mm -hmm. That the fact that they're, you know, I think a lot of Laker fans look at the Clippers. I know I have over the years, over the last 10 years. It's like they're a little bit of a nuisance. Maybe that's because they've actually kind of dominated the Lakers over the last, since Chris Paul went to the Lakers or, or went to the Clippers. They have dominated these last 10 years, some of this head to head. But it's funny that like we're trying to, oh my gosh, think about the history that this, that. There is no history between the two friends. History is typically made. When you face each other in the postseason, the Lakers and Spurs have history. You could even say the Lakers and the Kings. That's history because these two franchises had to go Who's against Who's the Lakers' other. greatest rival? Uh, the Celtics. Of course. They're mm-hmm. on opposite sides of the country. Mm-hmm. Geography does not make a rivalry. Has nothing to do with it. It, you, 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 but I can't even go to history. Like if I'm trying to I'm sit saying. here and say that this is the final time that gets played. Remember this? No. Okay, it, I, I might have a moment here sure. or there, but it's not but a that's playoff just the, series. You, you're playing a league with 30 teams. You're gonna have a moment against mm-hmm. all 29 of the other ones. There is no history, rivalry, nothing. They share geography. You, they they have a rivalry the same way you do with somebody that lives two streets over from you in Pasadena that you've never met. It's like because we, we, we're from the same city, we well, have a connection. Look at me weird. You know what I mean? It's just it, I, I've never understood that. But what's interesting, the Clippers are leaving. They're yep. going to the Intuit Dome, and they're on a very specific path. The Lakers are kind of on a well. Let's see what happens with LeBron James. Kind Hold of path. on as long as you can with it. Yeah. So if you're projecting out five years from now, ten years from now, which path? Not for rivalry purposes, not for historic purposes. Just straight for basketball. Straight basketball over the next five or ten. Who's in a better spot? It's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another 99 special? Yes, it's Whitney Houston. Well, Whitney here. My Love is Your Love was at number six on the Billboard Top 100 when the Lakers and Clippers first played at Staples Center against each other. Damn, I have not heard this song probably since... 2000 i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure i've heard it before yeah. but i have zero recollection yeah. of this I, I i feel like i've never heard it. i'm sure i have but yeah. i when this it came on six. i don't i don't know what this is <laughs> but we've been talking a lot about anniversaries today and everything and uh there's another special anniversary today it's an anniversary of the mash series finale which for a incredibly long time till 2010 was the most viewed single broadcast in television history, which is an insane thing to think about how many people watched this. It averaged 106 
million viewers. Wow. Average. That's a that and when was this? How long ago? This was in February 28th, 1983. 1983. So the population of the United States right now is roughly 350 million, right? Mm-hmm. So right I bet you it was under 300 million at that point, okay? Mm-hmm. Yet a third of the country watching the same thing. So I have That's nuts. Um, That's literally so, World Cup. <laughs> no. It was in 60% of households. There you go. And oh a 77 gosh. share. Oh my gosh. So, in insane numbers, things that uh, networks right now would kill for. But it got me thinking, and there's a list right out here of the most watched television broadcasts by average viewership, excluding Super Bowls. Okay, so these are all going to be television products, um, no Super Bowls. And I'm not No taking, sports? I'm taking out all sports. Okay. I'm also taking out all like political coverage. Okay? okay, so it's just going to be a scripted television show. And we're going to do a last man so standing. Netflix, all these as well? Yes, but. Don't let that fool you. It is not a Netflix thing. Okay. Um, It is a, um, yes, average viewership, excluding Super Bowls. Watch television broadcast, okay? Um, Think finales. And that's where all of these are finales. There are four that you're trying to go for. So MASH is number one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have four more that landed in the top ten. Okay? Um, All right. So let's go with Travis. Why don't you start us off? Seinfeld finale. That is correct. Seinfeld's finale was at number, uh, was the fourth... um, the least viewed out of all the ones that we're going for here. It had a 76.3 av- million oh my viewers. Gosh. Average. <laughs> okay. All right. That was May 14th, 1998. Mm-hmm. All right. Al, what's, what do you think? All right. I got one, and I remember this one. Hopefully, it's on the list. Friends finale? No. Friends finale is not on there. That was my there, guess. Okay. I thought Friends Who's, would be on there. I, I did too. <laughs> Friends? I did too. Did not make the cut. That's all why right? I was like, I'm good. If you go Seinfeld, yeah. I'm going to go Friends. <laughs> I, Apparently not. Yeah. All right, Cody. I'm going to go This Is Us. Too, too recent. Oh, my gosh. You got to go monoculture. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I was friends with him, I guess. All right. All right, Travis, you've already won. Okay. But let's see if you can get another one. Cheers. Cheers yeah. is on there. I cheers. thought I could use Cheers later. Yeah. Mm, cheers ended up at 80.5 million oh average user, users on May 20th, 1993. All right, Travis, you want to see if you can get all of them? I'm really running thin here. I'm these are these are blind ass guesses at this okay. point. Just popular things. Just huge shows monoculture. that were monoculture. It's not V. <laughs> it's not V. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll scratch that off the list. Yeah. Um Could it be Roots? It is Roots. Wow, yeah. Travis. Roots yeah. um part eight. Okay. Uh, average seventy six point yeah. seven million. Um, and it was aired on January thirtieth, nineteen. Everyone watched Roots. Yes. Wow. Everybody it was watched everywhere. Roots. Everywhere. I yeah. watched it in, in school, but it yeah. was crazy. And Reading Rainbow Guy was the. Um, uh, was the um, Lamar Burton. Yes. Lavar Burton. Excuse Lamar me. Burton. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. you got one more. Do you think you can get it? I actually don't know if this is the finale. Honestly. I know this is a huge episode, and it was oh, in I my if I, if TV I history. Yeah. Roots seventy seven. Yeah. Um, Me and you, Chris we watched that together. Morales <laughs> doesn't necessarily love the show. But he loves to talk about this specific moment in time. Oh, Dallas! Who shot Jr.? Ding, ding, yeah, ding! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Damn, yeah. who did it? I wouldn't have gotten Travis. Dallas without the Morales crew. Yes, but the second, the the TV show Dallas, who shot Jr. was on the cover of Time magazine. I remember that being a big deal. My mom watched Dallas. I remember watching with him. My dad had no interest in that, but I remember he was. we were watching Dallas. By the way, it was a terrible episode. <laughs> like It was like, oh, it's all a dream. It's like, what? But Who Shot JR is yeah. one of the iconic TV show history lines. Yeah. Okay, here's a bonus question for everybody, and I want everyone to answer here, okay? okay. What was the last 
show to outrate NBC Sunday Night Football? TV show. Yes, in a year. So, uh, an end of year. Oh, right, right, right. This is right. the top show of that year that everyone watched live. Okay, uh, they were talking live, not streamed, anything. It's live, okay? And, so, and it's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, um, it's something America's that Got weekly. Talent, or is it one of these? Wait. It's a TV show yeah. that happens. I think I know the answer to this, or at least I have a, uh, an educated guess. Is it 60 Minutes? Okay, Alan, what's your guess? Um, what's the other one? I'm 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 drawing a blank. When Simon was doing the uh, not America's Got Talent, American Idol. American Idol, American Idol. I'll go American Idol. Okay, Cody, what's your guess? Uh, I don't. Uh, it's a TV. Sh- it's it's a show. It's a TV program. TV program that occurs weekly. It's a reality show or a news show. I'm certain. I don't know that. The end of the keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> okay, it is not. It is American Idol. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You okay. won. Hi, uh, American Idol in 2010 was the last time. And, it, and it had a stretch of from 2003 to 2011 where yeah, it outrated Yeah, I think dominated football. forever. Yeah. It was every... Even, dominated. I, I watched American Idol. Mm-hmm. Like Susan was... It, it's back. I think it just it showed up and I watched a very small portion of it because... They were doing hometown things when Katy Perry's from Santa Barbara, and there was a bunch of Santa Barbara glamour shots. I'm like, I'll check that out. All right, there's the pier, there's the hillside, there's Katy Perry. I'm out. That was my most recent experience. This is when I knew, like, my mom and my sister would watch it. Oh, sure. I'm like, mom. You're yeah. watching this? She's like, yeah, it's a really good show. I'm like, all right. Well. American Idol, like I talked about yesterday with my rabbit hole, it just like burned into our memories. Okay, so I know we're doing rabbit hole tomorrow. I'm not going to spill the beans, but I had one this morning okay. that you guys are going to hate. Not because it's like hate, it's just it is the most pathetic thing I could have spent time on, and I did it for a solid 20 minutes. I look forward to that tomorrow. <laughs> it's even I'm like, dude, you got to find something better to do than this. There has to be something. I better. like those internal conversations where yeah. turn we this all, off. We all have them. Yeah, no, we all have. Them. What are you looking at this for? Wait, My brain look. gets fried, and then it's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get into the Clippers and the Clippers going to a new building. The Lakers at the. At least near the end of an era with LeBron James, whether yeah, that's at the yeah. end of this year, next year, the year after that. Or a four-year like, extension. We're, we're in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Even a four-year extension, we're in the neighborhood. Who's on the better path moving forward? Not for citywide domination. That's a that's never going to happen. But who's going to win more games? Who's got a better shot at the title? That's coming up at 11.45. But coming up next, Factor Cap. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, Travis and Sleeva Show. Right here on ESPN Los Angeles is delivered by Pizza Hut. Introducing the Hot Honey Pizza and Wings. It's the perfect balance of sweet and heat. I've got a chance to try this. First, when we went out to Pizza Hut and actually made our own pizzas, which was phenomenal, we got to try that perfect balance of the pizza and the wings, the Hot Honey Pizza and Wings. And then also they brought it in here to the studios a couple times. So order now on the Pizza Hut app or at PizzaHut.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. Um, I'm still shocked that Jorge really got me. I, I, I screamed him like I a normal too. person. And he says, like, yeah, I'm Alberto in West Covina. I have this question for Travis. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, Alberto, thanks for calling in. Is that <laughs> what it was? I kept seeing yeah. Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. Did the baby come and he didn't tell me? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. He, he snuck in in the Ask Travis portion is yeah. uh, Albert from West Covina. <laughs> Yeah, which is and I was the only one that recognized and his voice. You didn't recognize his voice. <laughs> the one, the the phones uh, morph. Phone. Like they they well, they morph your voices, so your voices don't sound the same on the phone because this the connection isn't always the best. Mm. And if I'm not expecting, like the thing that popped up was not Brionis, it was um, some other last name that did not look like his. At Threw all. you off the scent. He did. All right. He, all right. he did you Star know, 69. Just that every day. Come on, right. um, All right. So. <laughs> Yesterday, um, at the Pacers game, a Ugh. young girl, an eight-year-old, uh, Kinsley Murray, uh, got on the floor and she <laughs> did the national anthem. Um, and it and it was a lot. So I'm gonna put you in. This is a minute twenty twenty long clip, and this is about a third of the performance. Let, let me just put that out there. So I'm playing this for you right now. Uh, here is Kinsley Murray. <laughs> There we go. There's 30 seconds left. <laughs> this is I hope you had the over on that because it definitely went over. Um, So as parents, you want to set your children up for success. You want to set your children up to be great uh, humans in society, but to be confident as well. Um, So her parents set her up for failure here. Travis, factor cap. Uh, Fact. Um, What I forget we were talking about. I don't don't want anybody's parenting advice, so I'm certainly not going to offer any. Yeah. If you're going to put your, you said this little girl's eight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight. If you're going to put your eight-year-old child out in front of the world, basically, you're going to have to make sure that your child has some talent and put her in a position to succeed or give her an opportunity to succeed. Mom and dad dropped the ball. 
And I'm not going to say one. I can say a lot. There's a lot going on in that video. A lot mm-hmm. going on in that video. Go check out the video. Mom and dad dropped the ball. <laughs> All right, Berg. Uh, he's right. It's fact. Um, like props to her for having the, yes going out there in front of that crowd and going doing that, like going forward and trying to put a spin on it, just like that, like a Fergie. Spin this on is it. where mom and dad dropped the ball. Like if she wants to say, okay, let before we style it, can we just learn how to do like, it correctly? Yeah, do it correctly. Have the tone that you need to have for it. I mean, it's so props to her for going out yes. there and being confident enough to sing in front of mm-hmm. that many people. Amazing. Um, yes, the the parents absolutely put her in position to fail, and it's that's the worst part about it because unfortunately, that's out on social media. That's yeah. the amount social media is very very mean, yeah. and they are going to destroy her, and that's not fair to an eight year old. I put this squarely on the parents. Yes, How? cap. <laughs> she will it. be. She'll be okay. She'll be all right. She's eight years old. She also learned a valuable lesson. Don't trust her parents. <laughs> So her parents, she's probably going to, you know, look at them a little bit differently. Um, But she'll recover. She's eight years old. She's fine. It's a national anthem. The world's not going to end. All right. Cody? I'm going to go fact. Just like Bergman said, today's age, Fergie still gets made fun of because of that national anthem that she did at the All-Star Game. But she's a grown woman. Fergie made the choice to go out there and do that. Yeah, that's true. And Uh, Fergie's also a artist who that nobody was expecting her to have that awful of a performance during the yeah, all-star head game wave. <laughs> yeah you gotta feel it. she's eight years old she probably doesn't know any better so it's yeah. sad it's sad to see that that's on social parents media. protect your kiddos because the internet is forever all right so yep. uh next up we got go watch her. the video it's there's a lot going well, on that's in gonna that follow video. her for the rest well, of her life exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, it's just the, it was a, it was a bad choice unfortunately there's okay. a lot going on in that video all right so this is a, another kid story but it's a slightly more li- likable kid story very sweet kid story so good um this little kid um his dad is a coach a basketball coach i believe it's for like high school um like aau coach and this little kid uh follows his dad to practice is on the bench all the time and he if you see the video he's acting like his coach he has his dad's <laughs> mannerisms he's zapping up the kids on the, on the sidelines it's really sweet this is his pump-up speech to the team uh before oh. the game so uh this is christopher bess So if you didn't hear, it says, if I coach my butt off, you're going to play your butt off. Let's go. Uh, I couldn't couldn't hear it. Um, So if you haven't had the chance, check him out on on TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff um, under Christopher Bess. But, or travel, uh, print it out, print it out for everybody tomorrow. <laughs> this kiddo should uh, coach the Lakers. Berg, factor cap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone's going to get those guys juiced up, that, this guy, Christopher Best. Yeah. Best, no team. No, Best. Okay, Christopher Best. Yeah, that'd be great. At least let him do it for a game. Try and get these kid guys pumped up. I love that. That's what I was If you say. brought him yeah. in, have him do it one game and just get LeBron and AD all and pumped if it up, works, I love and it. And if it works, bring him in do for it game two. It's one of those things, like, it's the superstition thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Bring him in, have him do it. They win. You just keep bringing him back until they lose. I think that'd be great. Al? Fact. I think it's cute. I think uh, anytime, especially you got other these, these other athletes who were there, they were getting into it. They were getting motivated by it, right? It's something that's so unique. It's so um, innocent, maybe is the right way to put it. 
Uh, and especially if the Lakers are going to play the Suns and it's the first quarter so they don't give up 45 points, anything we can do to just change that up for That'd a quick second. That'd be great. Second. That's all. As long as he's not like with Darvin and he's standing next to him on the sidelines with his hands <laughs> on his pockets. <laughs> he's calling timeouts. Yeah, right. uh, Trev? <laughs> Why were you staring at me like that? Because you got the answer right. Um, the the uh, This is how you give your kid confidence. This is how you build a kid up and you let him have something like this with very little stakes and you let him figure out if he's passionate about it. That, that's the right way to do that. That's an aside. Number two, somebody should coach him. <laughs> I mean, instead of stand there with their hands in the pockets looking like you don't know what's going on. Just hanging so, out. Somebody should coach them. You know, you go over here, you go over here, you're not playing, you go in there. It just feels like it is a rudderless ship on many, many occasions uh, that there needs to be a firmer hand on the wheel. I understand it's challenging when you got a guy like LeBron on your team. I get it. I'm not saying it's an easy job, but it is a job that needs to be taken. And this is why I think putting a first timer in that role is a, is a, is a risky one. And not knowing how to navigate the relationships there is definitely challenging, but. Yeah, I, I, so, somebody should do that. I mean, that's the thing that people actually... When LeBron respected somebody, he respected Ty Lue because Ty Lue came back at him. Spolstra, so, too. Spolstra, too. Those and are the types of people... Christopher Best would come back at him. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> would. That's why, <laughs> yeah, give him a He's shot. He's coaching his butt off, then you got to play your butt off. Right. Cody? I'm going to go fact. I think they'll make it a whole experience. He'll be on TNT. He's going to be <laughs> oh, mic'd yeah. up. Oh, yeah. They're going to get him a, a few plays, and he's going to be calling some of the plays like on the sidelines. And yeah, everything just like that. a kid reporter. Yeah, with a, with a clipboard. and He's like he's going to be, he's he's gonna be he's running the triangle. He's going to be like LeBron. Go stand yeah. in the corner right there. amazing where he's doing so an inbound good. play, and they, they, they nail it. Somebody like, peel, I need you over there. Somebody <laughs> peels off the screen. <laughs> bang! Uh, and he's like, throws the clipboard. Let's go. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, no. Amazing. Shout out to this kid. He's also, um, there's a feature on him on ESPN.com uh, right now. All right, so uh, up next. So I know we've talked a lot about uh, storming the court since what happened with Duke on Saturday uh, afternoon. I know that conversation's a little played out, whatever. But uh, Michael Jr. was on his show, um, and he has a solution. Um, Michael Jr. does know college kids. He is on campuses all the time. He calls games all the time. And he has in what he believes is a genius idea to uh, help keep court storming's safe. I'm talking about a reward right here. I got the solution because I know what college kids like, and I know what crowds in general at sporting events like. Free stuff, baby. So walk with me on this. What local brand will step up to the plate and do what we see for free throws all the time? Hey, so-and-so on the opposing team misses two free throws, everybody gets two free chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A or whatever the place is around campus right there. You get the opposing team successfully off the court before you storm that thing, everybody in the crowd that night is getting free Taco Bell or whatever you want on the other side of this right here. You got to speak the love language of drunk college people. And the love language of drunk college people is free food. What will get students to self-police the other? The prospect of free drunk food on the backside of this celebration where you're going to go lift a goalpost into the river or something like this. This is the platform that I will run for public office on here this is how we fix the court storming contract all right mike uh gojo all right so this would work al factor cap cap i don't think it's gonna work the concept is interesting like his idea of have a reward instead of having some you know well it's also 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 kind of having students police each other i think that's that's how he phrased it i just don't think it's gonna work i think if students want to go out on the court because they beat a top 10 team and it was duke or something like that 
they're not stopping because like, no, the chicken nuggies. Yeah, they're not stopping because two tacos cost them ninety nine cents at Jumbo Jack. They're gonna stop and say no, let's not do this. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. I get he's trying to come up with a solution. I don't think it's happening. Trev, there's a flaw in his plan. It, it's a really interesting idea, mm-hmm. but there's a flaw in his plan, and he he kind of talked about it. They're already drunk. Right at the at these things, right. they're showing up altered. They're getting more altered as it's happening, and you don't make good decisions when that is happening. You need to find a way to front load it somehow. And I know that that's difficult because if you're telling me, "Hey, you get free Taco Bell at the end of the night if you if you let the other team get off first before you go down there," that's an interesting idea. I might do it, but in the moment when I've had eleven beers yeah, before the like, game is even to started, Taco Bell I'm going down there. Yeah. I, I just the game ended. I want to go down there, so you have to find a way to front load it for these people, not backload it. What if the PA guy last time out before the end of the game? Hey, fans, remember. If you let the other team off the court, you get free Maybe. Zaxby's. Maybe it <laughs> Zaxby's yeah. is, is fried Zaxby's? chicken. Free I don't tuition. Even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, Zaxby's, chicken. I believe, is fried chicken. It's fried chicken in the south. Yeah. So I think this is a little bit in down, in down the middle. It's fact and it's cap. Like uh, you're right, Slee, that it probably won't work because in the heat of the moment when the, you ha- that last second buzzer beater happens, sure. you're not thinking about okay chicken nuggets. You're thinking I'm rushing the court. But it's a good idea. It is a very good idea. And if anything is going to stop it, and I like that, M, where you actually said, like, last time out saying something so it's in their brain, hmm. I think that could work, actually. And that's probably the best idea I've heard because I don't think it's possible to stop anybody. That seems like the best one yeah. I've heard. You so can far. stop them. It's just that to, to stop them is going to take real penalties, and you don't want to penalize no, somebody not, for something sure. like that. Don't right? penalize college That's what I'm saying. Kids. Of course not. It's you don't part want of the to. college experience And to do you this. want the, the atmosphere to be fun. You want the atmosphere to be exciting and yeah. you don't want to yeah. dampen that at all so you Cody, can't you can't stop people without a real penalty and they're you don't want to put real penalties arrest on them that. <laughs> well not arrest I but you put them on academic pro you could yeah, be, exactly. be a million you, you, you could do it but you don't want to no penalization at all right there should not be any penalties. cody what do you think i say cap as a college student and like having the sense of pride as a student like you would want to storm the court like especially if it's a big win like Wake Forest over Duke, I get the the argument that people are saying like, oh, like act like you've been there. No, like when you beat they a big team there. like Duke, you're going to want to storm the court. You're not going to think about the chicken stars at Carl's Jr. <laughs> like imagine as a student at Cal State Fullerton, if we beat the UCSB Gauchos, uh, we're going to want to storm the court, of course. Sure. <laughs> sure. That would never happen, right? Are we any good at basketball this year? We're I haven't okay. really looked. There, I think okay. there are better than Cal State Fullerton. Like, speaking of the Gauchos, the like the- in, uh, in California. Who is? One of those two, because it's not anybody down here. It's not <laughs> UCLA or USC. It's San Diego State. Are, are they, they in the top 25? Yeah, they're always... They're, they're, they're top 20. They're 20 right now. Are they going UCLA back to the finals? finals? Pretty good. Probably not. Yeah. How we'll would anybody know? Nobody watches this sport anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's we their record? Wait. We got to wait a couple of weeks. What's their record? Who's their 20 best... 20 and 6, I who's think. Who's their best player? Ladie, your guy. Oh, is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Isn't he like 40? I think he's 42. <laughs> Usually it's 14, college. 13, he graduated in 2000. <laughs> yeah, you guys are making all these names up. No, I don't no, believe you. Up. I don't believe you for a second. Back to the Lakers and the Clippers. And who's set up for the success, not to run the city, but to actually win games? That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It says Jessica Simpson's oh. I Will Love You Forever, which was number five on the Billboard Top 100 in December 1999 when the Lakers and Clippers played each other for the first time at Staples Center. I remember this song. I had no idea it was Jessica Simpson. I completely forgot that that was her. So you have found the break in the chain. Em, it's my album. Right? Where this, right around this time is when I completely checked out. Like prior to this, I got a fighting chance. And even like back to the 70s, I got, I got a chance. Yeah. Right around here, I'm out. Anything Why? after than this? This is unbelievable. I, I have a, a, an honest answer. I was working. You know, and I just, I wasn't doing like that kind of was stuff. Was all your time just spent, like if you were in the car driving, you would be listening to other sports talk? Kind of, yeah. or news and things yeah. like this. And I was listening for very different things, for formatics and all these. I wasn't just, hey, I'll turn on Kiss FM and listen to what what's going on in town. I just, that was about the end of that for this me. This is a big ballad era, I feel like, where like you have these big, like juicy ballads from the pop girlies. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite lane, but... Her, Britney, Christina Aguilera. Who else am I forgetting? J Lo. J Lo. Yeah, at this time. Um, yeah, maybe I'm forgetting something else. But Christina Aguilera, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Eminem's first album. I think that was '99. <clears throat> Got me. <laughs> Got me. I think it was '99. '96. His first album, Slim, Slim Shady LP, was '96. Oh, no, no, I read it wrong. First album, debut solo album was in 1996, was called Infinite. Okay. Slim Shady was 99. Yes, you're right about that one. So it was his first LP. I don't know the difference between like these things. Oh, we have the frosted tips. A couple, or not even the frosted tips, couple, the blonde hair. For sure. Oh, yeah. That Did you really? Hell no. Oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I never know with you. I never no, know. No, no, I didn't have. No, no. Whatever trend was going on, most you know likely I was Bergman. walking. Oh, Bergman. Oh, Bergman. Book, it. Yeah. Yeah. Book it. Yeah. For sure. But I think Bergman probably could have got away with frosted tips. Well, first of all, Bergman's a Valley kid. So that's, you know, he's he's going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So he's exactly the right age. He's willing to take a chance. He's willing to do a thing and not have everybody like, what are you doing? You know, like my, my greatest fear was somebody saying, that looks stupid on you. Like, so I just never did anything. Right, That's awesome. so I just I just played I just that. played it right down the middle. Classic. Like, as long as as long as I don't do anything to draw attention to myself, no one will ever notice me, which was the goal. Right, that you n- never ever be the person to say, "Hey, did you do something weird to your hair?" I never wanted to be that person. Yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> like um, like JJ Watt at the Super Bowl when he did something <laughs> yeah. different with his hair. Okay, at least he leaned into it. It was, was what he wrote was really funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you've ever wondered if you change your hair, people would notice. They notice. That's actually a really funny way to do that. And you know, you're JJ Watt. Of course, people are going to see. Good way of putting it. If you do that, um, Lakers and Clippers tonight at uh, Crypto. Lakers are the are the road team. Uh, it's the last time they'll be the road team in that building because the Clippers are moving to their new spot next year into it. Dome. Clippers have two. Well, at the moment, three. Hall of Fame, four Hall of Fame players on their roster, right? I forgot about Russ. So yep. you got four Hall of Fame players on your roster. Two of them are locked up with you for the foreseeable future in George and Kawhi Leonard. I would be really surprised if they didn't extend James Harden or give him a new deal at the end of the year. So they're going to have those three guys for a PG, while. PG, they got to make a decision on two. PG could be, you know, Kawhi took, Kawhi could have made more money and got more years. Mm-hmm. 
the PG question is going to be if he's okay with that type of a structure. Got an owner who's willing to do whatever it takes, yeah. who's deeply committed to winning. Got a real high-level NBA head coach in Ty Lue. That's the case for the Clippers moving forward, going into a new building, creating their own identity, new logos, the whole thing. Lakers are the Lakers. The Lakers will, like, while we're getting close to the end of the LeBron James era, there will be another one shortly thereafter. And the reason I know that is because there always is, that it goes from Jerry West to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to Magic Johnson to Shaquille O'Neal to Kobe Bryant to Pal Gasol to LeBron James. It's like it, there, there are some gaps in there, but there's always the next guy. Which of those two groups is more mm. interesting over the course of the next five years and ten years? Because I think there's a case to be made for both, but I still think it's the Lakers for the simple fact of they always get the next guy, and they have the Clippers are locked into this group. They don't have any picks from now until yeah. the end of time. Yeah, I gave thirty nine <laughs> picks to the Thunder. Right. This is what and you Shea, got. who you would take over right. any of those players of that are on there. The, the Clippers have the better team today, mm-hmm. and maybe in the short term, being three or four or five years. But the Lakers always rebound. They always get a star, and they always have an opportunity to draw people simply because they're the Lakers. So, what do you think? Okay, so. I actually I find myself a little bit hesitant to pick the Lakers on this one. So I, I know we're coming up to a breaker, so we do it when we come back. But if you're looking at these two franchises, how much are you tying to the future of what you've seen in the past? And how much is that fair to tie the future to the past? Because it's not the same for both of these franchises. What the Lakers look like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, it's it's structurally it's not the same. Uh, and it's for worse. the Clippers as well. So think about... And theirs is better. The history of the Clippers versus the history of the Lakers, you can't compare. But over the last 10 years, something happened to the Clippers and obviously changes to the Lakers as well. We could do that uh, coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN.